0: What's up, everybody? I'm Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, and mentor. And my goal is to share with you about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the Janine Unscripted podcast. Now let's jump into today's topic. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Okay, and we're back. And my topic today is called, Is Chivalry Dead? And I'm asking this question because it seems like there's been such a shift in society, in society right now that is defining uh, or redefining should I say what is actually feminine and what is masculine and I don't know if it's due to um, well I think it's due to several factors that women um, are now in positions of leadership in the workplace we, we've been in position of leadership in our homes um, and it just seems like there's not a real place for men to shine and be in their manhood. But then, on the flip side of that point, um, I see a lot of sexual reidentification um, where women are going from male, uh, female to male or males going male to female, and uh, several different conversations that I won't get into in this particular show. But all of these things kind of culminate together and are really redefining how women see themselves and their role and um, how men see themselves in their role. And uh, recently I saw a video, um, a snippet on Instagram. And there was a young lady in the gym uh, that obviously had been working out. And you see a, a, a guy approach her that obviously had been working out and he offers her a gym mat. Um, to make it a little bit more comfortable to do her workouts. Apparently he must have seen her kind of struggling a little bit with her workout. Well, she ultimately refused the mat, um, told him no thank you to take it back and that she was fine. Um, Now the snippet does not show her working out previous to him walking over. So I don't know if she was fine or not, but I thought it was a nice gesture. Now I'm of a certain generation um and um you know the, the 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 two people in the video clip are probably you know more millennials um so it just um uh, begs me to you know actually under try to understand um what exactly happened you know um people in the comments thought that she was right in her reaction to the the gentleman um trying to be chivalrous to her and then um You know, some men responded in kind with this is why they believe chivalry is dead. Um, This is why they don't try to do nice things for women or they've had the same experience of opening a door for a woman that they didn't know and just kind of getting their heads bitten off about it um, and things like that. So, um, you know, I am the type of woman that I embrace my feminine energy. Um, I I, I love being a woman and, you know, all of that, that comes along with it. Um, And I want men to open my door. I'm offended if they don't. You know, if we are both walking up to the door and a man doesn't open the door, um, I'm just gonna be like, who raised you? Wolves, you know? (laughs) And um, likewise, you know, I have three sons that I raised to be chivalrous. You know, I raised them to open doors for me, open car doors. Um, show care and concern, give me the umbrella if it's, if it's raining so that I don't get wet and um, several other types of things. Now, what I want to say about this is that, you know, um, and, you know, if anyone is doing something nice for you um, to help you, it's always appreciated. But in this particular context, I'm talking about um, men and women, you know, and um, what those things bring, you know, to, uh, the conversation here today is, you know, are men wrong, uh, for trying to do nice things and be chivalrous? And why are they being made to feel ashamed or to feel wrong by doing these things? And as women, we really have to, you know, kind of, uh, take a step back and examine ourselves and see why is that so offensive to us if a man opens a door or if a man tries to do something nice for you, we are obviously struggling or help you, you know, take your, put your groceries in the car or, um, you know, any of these types of things, you know, for me, can I do these things myself? Absolutely. I can. Do I want to, or should I do these types of, you know, heavy lifting or different things like that myself? No. No, absolutely not. And um, and I say that because if, you know, we have this song, um, I'm Every Woman, right? It's all in me. And for the most part, most people have heard this song. I love this song. It's very empowering to me. And in those areas where of my life where I want to feel empowered and, and I need that extra push, I, you know, that's definitely, you know, my my chant and my mantra that, you know, I'm empowered, I'm every woman, it's all in me, I can do these things. And I do do those things. But I think for me, when there are men around, I opt out of doing those heavy lifting things, those tedious things. And if men want to do those things for me, by all means, I let them, you know, and because it's, it, it's just a beautiful thing. I feel like it's a beautiful thing when we can function in a role that we have and not feel like the other gender is taking something away from us by allowing them to fill that role in that moment. So um, let me say that again. It does, I feel like it doesn't take anything away from women. When men are around and they want to fill a role that they have the uh, capabilities to fill, so what does that take away from us as women when we allow men to do those things? For instance, if I was on the side of the road in the night and it's raining and I'm on a, a you know a, a backwoods road, some county road somewhere, and my tire catches a flat. There's a spare tire in the trunk of my car. Now, I ask myself, do I personally want to get out in the rain, in the dark, on the back road and try to change my tire? Absolutely not. Okay, absolutely not. And just saying, for instance, that insult to injury in this make-believe situation is that I don't have cell phone service. Like there's not a signal, so I can't make a call. And then, you know, some stranger, you know, um, in a truck comes by and says, oh, I see you got a flat. Would you like me to change it for you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I want you to change it. In that moment, I'm not going to let my pride, you know, or I'm not saying I'm every woman. That is not even a thought in my head to be like, I'm going to change this flat myself and, you know, in the rain. Um, No, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I don't care what anyone says. I'm not doing it. I'm going to wait for a man to come by and change that flat tire. One, he's stronger. Two, he knows how to do it and I don't. And three, by the time I figure out how to do it, I'm going to be soaking wet, probably bust my um, thumbs and, and, and my wrist and everything else and have blisters on my hands, um, trying to, you know, put the whole thing together and, and take the bolts off that, I'm, that are really tight because you know, they've been put on by a machine at the dealership. And then I'm going to be in the rain trying to loosen these bolts to get the tire off and then get the, get the, get the spare tire on, tighten the bolts. And the, first of all, I got to jack up the car. Okay. Who's jacking up the car? You know, what woman wants to jack up the car? Nobody, nobody wants to jack up the car. Okay. That doesn't prove that I'm not a great leader and I I can't lead teams because I don't want to, or I can't jack up the car and change the tire in the night raining on a backwards road, you know, like no, that, and to allow a man to do that, um, so that I can get to the, to the end result quicker. I'm going to let that man do that. Yeah. I'm going to let that man do that. I'm gonna let him do that all day long, you know, now, and like I said, there, there, it doesn't take anything away from me. You know, um, or if it was a woman that came by that knows how to do it, then, okay, by all means, I'm saying, I don't know how to do it. And because I, I subscribe to being a woman does not mean that I have to try to do all of these different things in life to prove that I'm strong enough to do it and that I don't need a man. You know, there's lots of things that I had to do that I didn't want to do as being a single mother raising boys, okay? Like, enjoying sports. (laughs) You know, my sons played sports. They played basketball, they played football. Um, You know, they competed in these sports, track, all of these things. So I had to go to those games, especially, you know, two of my sons that played football. I have no idea what is going on on the field other than touchdown and tackle the two T's in football that I know, touchdown and tackle. But I'm going to go out there and, you know, I went out there and I supported them, you know, and people would ask me, oh, what position does your son play? I'm like, I don't know. He tackles people or this one, he's the one who catches the ball and runs it to the goal. So whatever those positions mean, that's what my kids play. So, you know, that that's just kind of the, the thing where, you know, sometimes you have to, Compromise for the greater good, Um, you know, if, you know, the times that their father attended, then, I mean, obviously he knows what's going on in the game. I don't know what's going on in the game, but I'm there to support. So that's my role in that moment for that type of situation. Okay. I don't feel like I needed to know all the ins and outs of football to be able to go out there and support my kids while they're playing the sport my being there is what they need at that moment. And um, not knowing the ins and outs of football is not taking anything away from me, nor uh, me not knowing is not subtracting any value from my presence being there because my role in that moment is support, not to play the game, okay? So I think one thing we have to kind of look at here is, you know, defining feminine energy and masculine energy because i think a lot of that goes into play um of how we respond and how we go about what we do in our daily lives and how we respond in these different situations so i decided to google um uh feminine energy and masculine energy just some snapshot definitions of what that is and kind of what it is not so Um, this one I found on the internet yep on the internet I'm gonna sound like my parents on the internet Um, and um, it's just like a side by side chart of masculine energy on one side and feminine energy on the other side of um, this little short list so it's a side by side comparison of traits okay so um, you know I'm sure there's much broader um, definitions and stuff like this but this is just a quick short you know, side by side comparison, um, you know, which suffices, you know, to help me make my point here today. So on the masculine energy side, they have logical thought. On the feminine energy side, intuitive feeling. Um, and I definitely can say like most women are we're very intuitive where we may lack knowledge on certain things to tap into that logical side of our brain. Um, we are very intuitive. You know, we like, I got a, a gut feeling, that's feeling is very strong. It's like, I don't know, my spidey senses are going off. I just feel like we should do this or we should not do this. And most men will be like, you know, why? Well, what's your reasoning behind that? Well, I really can't give you a reason, but my gut feeling tells me that this is the direction that we should go in with that. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you can identify with that, that, um, you know, if you're a very intuitive person, Um, woman that, you know, you're going to go, you're going to flow through life in that manner. And that's not to say that we never use logic or that we never have reasoning, but sometimes some decisions and some things, they have a lot of options. And then it's in those moments where you got to lean into something else other than information in order to make your decision. That's where intuition comes in. Um, The next thing on the list is mind for the masculine energy. And the corresponding part with that on the feminine energy side is senses. And that just kind of goes back into what i was saying about being intuitive, um, you know, with um, your feelings, having a gut feeling, a gut thought, really can't explain it, but it's knowing at you and, you know, you just really got to lean into that when all the information is just, you know, not helping you to come to a decision. And uh, the third thing on the list for masculine energy is decisive action. And on a feminine energy side, creativity. Um, me, I'm definitely a very creative and colorful personality type and person. Um, and that definitely manifests itself, you know, with me being a speaker, with me being a writer. You know, I'm able to lean in that creativity a lot. And then also within my career, when it's time to make decisions, um, a lot of times I don't want to go with the status quo. I don't want to color inside the line. I want to be creative in my response to people and um, my workflow. Okay, so now the, let me see, one, two, three, four. The fourth thing on the list on the masculine energy side is risk, risk-taking risk and on the feminine energy side is nurturing. Um, and that's really one reason why women, you know, make um, great mothers um, or parents for that reason. And again, this is not to say that men aren't these things that are on the feminine energy side. And that's not to say that women aren't these things that are on the masculine energy side. It's just, it is more, these traits are more pronounced within these genders. Um, and these are the things that make us different. These are the things that help us work together. And then sometimes these are the things that make us clash. So if we understand these differences and then we can under better understand how to work together. All right. And then, um, The next one is achieving on the masculine energy side and then experiencing is on the feminine energy side. And so I can definitely, you know, attest to that with experiencing. Um, I do like to achieve things. I do set goals. I do promote that with setting goals and living your dream and achieving, but I also you know, go through life on the experiencing side, experiencing the moment, experiencing people. Um, I want to have certain experiences so that I can tell others about it. <laughs> you know, whether that is, you know, a fun experience, you know, a vacation, something like that, or, 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 or a brunch or being out with friends, you know, I'm enjoying that experience, you know, of, of everybody, the space, the place, all of that. So um, you know, I I, I live life through experiencing. And most uh women do too that flow in their feminine energy. Okay, and the next one on the masculine energy side is controlling. That's very interesting our uh, choice of word there. And then the counterpart on the feminine energy side is being. So instead of controlling everything in a whole situation, let's just be, let's just be, let's just be in the moment. Let's just have our being. Okay. And you guys may be wondering why I'm not giving, you know, examples and stuff on the masculine energy side, because I've never been a man. So maybe I'll have, um, some male friends come on that can, um, you know, give more insight on a masculine energy side. Um, of why they have these traits and how they um, go through life living them. Okay, so our next one on the masculine energy side is competitive. And then the counterpart on the feminine energy side is collaborative. And um, most women, you know, we want to collaborate. These newfound women, you know, they out to compete with each other, okay? Whether that's competing for a man or competing for a spot in the workplace, competing for, you know, groceries in the store, competing for the last toy during Christmas that all the kids want, or PS, PS5, PS 6, or 10, something like that. But, you know, for the most part, we will collaborate. We will, you know, we are very cliquish. Um, we like social groups. We like being a part of social groups, gatherings, all these types of things. Um, and then, um, you know, that's, and again, that's not to say that we aren't competitive or have that competitive edge or, or show that, but the prevailing trait that comes to the surface more, most often in social gatherings is the collaborative side. Okay. And then last but not least on this particular list, um, on the male, on the masculine energy side is, uh, men being intellectual and women being expressive. So, um, you know, I, I, I definitely, um, think women are very expressive because <clears throat> for the most part we um live um uh, live in our emotions. Um so we we have that side of our brain that the emotions kick in first uh, when we're expressing ourselves. And again, that's not to say that we're not intellectual. Women are very intelligent uh, and we're very um strategic uh, within that intellect. But um we tend to be more expressive, you know, with our emotions versus being expressive in our intellect um and again you know women are now in lots of different roles career-wise and so with being in those different roles that's given us the opportunity to flow more in the uh, intellectual and competitive more in these masculine energy traits um so now with that being said um and then you can always uh rewind the show and go back and listen to those masculine energy traits and feminine energy traits and try to locate yourself in them. But if we were strictly going off this list of both sides, um, you know, hopefully you can see why, um, sometimes, uh, men and women clash. And, and if you have, let's say this, men that were raised in a certain school of thought, um, why they will try to be chivalrous, um, women that they don't know and ones that they do know and then if you have women that are being raised in a certain you know um, in a certain um, not demographic but um, a certain group then why they may feel like they need to reject that chivalry that is being shown to them because they're going to feel more like why would a man try to do that? Does he see me as weak or ignorant or, um, you know, less than himself, which is why he wants to do these things? Uh, You know, I'm a little dainty flower. Um, And then, I think sometimes women um, may err in this because a lot of women do want to be married. They do want to be a bride and have that beautiful wedding, that beautiful day. But how... My question is, how are you even going to get to be a bride when you won't allow a man to function in his role? You know, how, how does that work for you? Um, that's if you're interested in marrying a man. Um, some are not. But again, for the sake of this conversation, I'm talking about men and women. Um, so again, you know, my question is, if, if a total stranger, you know, is trying to get your attention and meet you. And he does that by seeing you walking and you're going to walk into a building and he's opening the door for you and you say thank you. It's like, oh, you're welcome. Hi, I'm so and so. You know, what's your name? How how what what's gonna be that thing for him to be able to speak to you and get your attention if he's not doing something that you're already involved in, you know, to kind of interject himself in that in a kind way. So, you know, that's that's a big question for me. And I, I think I'm going to go back on that social media post um, that I saw and add some comments, you know, and and, and read through some of those comments as well, because um, you can really tell uh, what generational group the people are in by the way they responded to it. Um, you know, those that were raised, uh, quote unquote, old school versus those who raised themselves under the new school um so there's definitely um an ideal gap you know of what those traits are and who should be doing what as far as between male and female and um you know women being so but this particular woman um you know like i said some some supported her reaction oh that's great this guy's creepy why would he want to do something nice he should have asked permission um and those that are like yeah this is why you know men were like yeah that's why we don't do anything for women yeah i I don't do anything for women because it's not appreciated or they curse you out or they give dirty looks um or you know they you know say mean things when you try to be nice to them and do nice things for them and it's just such a big you know chasm in between The two is just like, how are we going to go about filling this space so that we can be able to collaborate, so that we can be able to love each other, be able to get into these uh, relationships that we really want to be in? Um, How are we going to fill that gap? You know, and I do believe, you know, part of that answer is that there really needs to be an evaluation of self so that we can actually be clear about what we're looking for and what our expectation is and um, really being clear about that with ourselves first and then with others. And so um, a, another part of that is is definitely having these conversations and tough talks um, with each other concerning gender roles and um, concerning, um, you know, masculine energy and feminine energy um, and how to tap into it. And those are definitely um, conversations for another show and, and definitely with some guests. Um, but we, I, I definitely think that there is an answer, you know, to kind of like this uh, gender role dilemma. Um, and if you do need help with, you know, finding yourself or redefining yourself, my new book, which I'm so happy for, is called The Breakup Boss how to break up with toxic people and mindsets that keep you down. Um, and I actually go through some prompts and some exercises in there, um, with, um, how to, you know, redefine yourself and discover who you are and what you like and you don't like. And so again, that is your foundation to know you before, you allow someone else to try to get to know you, okay? So definitely you can pick that book up um, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, um, other fine retailers, also on my website, which is www.mattmediamoguls.com, and um, when you order it directly from me, if you request an author signed copy, I can definitely do that for you. But in the meantime, um, until you get my book, uh, definitely do some soul searching, go back over the list of masculine and feminine energy and see where you land on that. If you're a woman, are you flowing and functioning out of your feminine energy or are you coming across more masculine to men? Uh, men do the same thing, you know, are, how are you functioning and going through life that may be getting you that rejection from women or, um, you know, have you totally given up on chivalry? Um, have you just, you know, um, don't see it as important. Um, or do you just use chivalry on a case by case basis? If that woman is receptive to it, I want to know, but for me, bring on the chivalry. I want it. Open my door, put your jacket on the ground so I can walk over a puddle. (laughs) I want all the chivalry. All right. See you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast. I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join you for the next Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship dollars will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. You can connect with me on social media today. I'm on Instagram under at jmaxspeaks or at Podcast. I'm on Facebook under jmaxspeaks. My website is www.macmediamobiles.com. And there you can purchase my children's books, merchandise, um, and also get valuable information. And while you're there, please subscribe so we can keep in touch. I'm on YouTube at Janine Unscripted. Thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing with you again. Have a good one.